0: the Leo Roundtable Law Enforcement Talk Show. We're live from the Boss Talk Radio Studios in Plant City, Florida. My name is Chip DeBlock, and I'm your host, and we're a group of law enforcement professionals to talk about today's news and issues, but we do it from a law enforcement perspective. Let me introduce the crew, guys, if you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show. Yes, all the way from Las Vegas, formerly with Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, Lieutenant Randy Sutton. That's right. Also, not too far away, but in California, we've got retired FBI agent Colin Schmidt with Cronus, investigations and it's cronus of course randy you know he founded the wounded blue at the wounded blue.org so uh, more information about these uh you know these worthwhile uh charities and businesses coming up later um also a shout out to our sponsors we have galls afire.com gunler.com blue the and mymedicare.live. Also, a shout out to Brian Burns. You know, he's with the free press at tampafp.com. Thanks for hearing our content, Brian. And also Ray Dietrich of RedVoiceMedia.com. We're streaming the eight locations right now. Three of those belong to Red Voice Media. Those three Facebook pages alone have about a million followers. So, thanks to Ray Dietrich and Red Voice Media for helping make that happen. So, what I started uh, trying to remember to do is, you know, before we start our, our live shows, we've got an hour during the lunch hour, you know, on Eastern time, 12 to 1 o'clock PM time slot. That's Monday through Friday. And then we take this live show and we'll embed videos that we talk about in it, pictures of the good guys and the bad guys, and we'll put that on a Rumble channel the very next day at 9 o'clock in the morning. So it's a pretty quick turnaround, and that happens Tuesday through Saturday. So what are we going to be talking about? What's, you know, hot in the news? And, man, I tell you, this is Butter, which is our favorite law enforcement video channel. Sent me an email this morning. I sent the video out to everybody. It, it is an exclusive video that this is Butter has, and and, and, and wow, wait till we talk about that. That'll be the first video or the third story that we talk about. But the very first topic, we're going to talk about a lawsuit. It challenges the Google keyword search warrants, alleges police access to IP, Internet protocol. You know, data is too broad. I know that um, Colin Schmidt, with his experience with the FBI, is going to have a lot to say about that probably. Also, we got um, a, a video component to this as well, but Las Vegas. and Randy's neck of the woods, a judge is attacked in a courtroom during a defendant's sentencing. You never know what Randy's going to say. He he could he may tell us that he used to date this judge or something. He's always got the inside scoop on everything, so I can't wait to hear what comes out of Randy's mouth. And then we're going to go to this video I was telling you about that I got this morning. It's exclusive from uh, This Is Butter at Rumble.com. A trooper is justified in the fatal shooting of an armed man with a knife after he called 911 on himself. This trooper did everything in the world possible to not shoot this guy. Then we've got um, HCSO uh, releases a body cam and a dash cam of a chase and a canine arrest along Highway 249. Yeah, there was some biting and screaming involved in that one. we got a New Mexico officer charged with murder after fatally shooting a woman driving away from a car stop. There's a video component to that as well. And then we've got a Bakerfield police release a body cam footage of David O., uh, and that's his name, O-O-H. He's a, it's a fatal officer involved in shooting. We got some more if we have time to get to it that we'll be covering, but, but wow, we've got a great lineup, you know, uh, for the, uh, wow, what a way to head into the weekend. So let's talk about this lawsuit. Police won. Lawsuit challenges the uh, Google keyword search warrant alleges that police access to uh, IP data is too broad. And, of course, you know, being the uh, former um, co-founder of the Leo Ferris website, I had to deal with a lot of subpoenas, you know, trying to get IP information. Uh, But this is from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Civil liberties advocates are mounting a new challenge to the use by police of Google search data Get used to hearing that term. You're going to hear a lot of it late, uh, you know, coming up. And it's they're 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 trying to get help solving criminal cases as the practice draws greater scrutiny nationwide. So after a Pennsylvania woman was raped in 2016, police. This is so cool. Cops are really great investigators. Police submitted a search warrant to Alphabet's Google for information about users who had typed in the victim's name or her address into the search engine in the week that led up to the attack, according to court paperwork. Now, Google responded with the IP address of a user who had actually searched for the victim's address twice shortly before the incident occurred. Now, that breakthrough prompted police to begin monitoring a corrections officer who was ultimately arrested and convicted. So thank God that they were able to get a hold of the information. Now, on Friday, the Electronic Frontier Foundation and the National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers and its Pennsylvania chapter, they argued in court and a court filing that the investigative technique used in this case, and uh, and it's known as a keyword search warrant, is dangerously broad and threatens to infringe on the privacy rights of innocent people. They didn't know what innocent people they're talking about, because I'm kind of curious, but that's what they said. And, you know, no, no, no good thinking, you know, no. Good day can go undone, right? So uh, they're going to try to ruin this for everybody. So keyword search warrants are digital dragnets. Uh, giving the government permission to rummage through our most private information is what they're saying. And the Pennsylvania Supreme Court should find them unconstitutional. And that's what the NACDL Fourth Amendment Center litigation director Michael Prince or Price said. And there are a few known examples of keyword search warrants, though. They're not used a lot, but they're worried about them being used, uh, you know, being more commonplace, anyhow. There's a lot more to this. I'm talking about EFF surveillance litigation director Andrew Crocker and some other guys weighing on this geofence warrants, all this stuff. But I pretty much I think of what the appetite about you know what we're what we're talking about here. I'm curious what our panel thinks. Is this something we need to be worried about? Are, are we really invading on the on the privacy rights of uh, of, uh, of good citizens and doing stuff like this, Colin Schmidt? Uh,
1: absolutely not, because you're uh, operating on a third party uh, website. That's all Google is is a website. So. Basically going in, you give up your privacy when you're going on a third party. So if they're going to go ahead and say you can't do this, well, the next thing is you're you're not going to be able to get toll data when you're you're using a third party like T-Mobile or AT&T. So this is just a bunch of nonsense and ridiculous and good on those cops for figuring out a novel way to find out information. And then, uh, if you're going to do this, well, then the next thing is you're not going to be able to do tower dumps. And If you can't dump all that data off a tower, because as Randy knows through hom- homicide cases, you're going to have, uh, you're not going to be able to use that tool for all these violent crimes that occur when you geofence that that tower data and you're able to find that needle in the haystack. So, bottom line is this isn't going to go anywhere. It's a bunch of nonsense. And the bottom line is, if you're going to give up your your uh, if you're going to use a third party website, too bad, so sad. You give up your
0: privacy rights yeah and plus we're catching we're catching bad guys. I don't know what I, I would love to see how many people are really offended by this. It bothers me not in the least. I'm just impressed with the with the with the great police work. It was probably, you know, a Las Vegas cop, you know, that did this, right, Randy? You know, very ingenious. it was very ingenious. I
2: mean, that's that's really good policing. and uh, and then whoever it was that that the officer that came up with that idea good on them and uh that guy deserves a commendation now this geofencing stuff i don't really understand it um i don't i don't quite i don't quite get the technology but i'm like a freaking dinosaur when it comes to technology but one of the things that that um comes to mind is the january 6 mess and how many people were were caught up in in that nonsense uh because of what i understand to be, you know, looking at that data, and then tying people to being at uh, in 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 DC at that time, and then utilizing um, that information to uh, to criminally investigate them. So, um, I, it looks like two different subjects to me: the geofencing and the and the the data dump from uh, you know keyword searches. But uh, I'm 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 always a little concerned about about technology and and the ability to to uh to to do the snooping that we need to do
1: well you're spot on randy when you're geofencing and and it can just like any tool in the government's toolbox anything can be used for a, a nefarious purpose if it's not controlled uh that's why we have a system where we have a judge a third party you know that will actually review the warrant and determine whether it's it's good to go or not. And I've had my own warrants kicked back because the, the judge said, "Ah, you don't have it. You don't have it." Now, on the flip side, there are judges that rubber stamp everything. But the bottom line is uh in my opinion is basically it has to be used in a a responsible manner because you are getting this information but on the flip side unfortunately in our society you're giving up your rights when you're using a cell phone or you're using a a, uh, google or whatever and you're transmitting that data away from you and because it's going through a third-party server so if people are really concerned go back to the old flip phones that my my kid i have my for my kids
0: (laughs) There, there you go and you know what the scary thing is, is that I was waiting for Randy to to whip one of those old flip phones out. I figured, that this dude, this dinosaur might actually have one, you know. But no, Dana, you're, you're, you know what? You're, you, you, you talk like a dinosaur, but I look at you and, I, and I'm looking at that shirt. And look, I'm upset, Randy. I want my money back on the shirt because why don't my arms look as big as yours when I wear this? You know, this wounded blue shirt. What's the, what's the secret? What is the secret? Spinach. It's a spinach Popeye spinach. I gotta love it. I gotta, and, and and so for people aren't watching the, the, the show uh uh visually, you know, Randy and I both have our, our wounded uh blue shirts on. Colin, uh, you're not wearing a, a Leo Roundtable shirt that I sent you. You're not wearing the wounded blue shirt, but but you you're wearing the Cronus investigation shirt, so we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide today. So but it's it's all good. Hey, so let's let's jump to the story in Las Vegas. Lawalvicer.com we got a video component of this, but like I said earlier, we're describing great detail what's going on so you guys don't feel like you're missing out on anything. Las Vegas judges attacked in the courtroom during the defendant sentencing. Yeah, Wow. And I'd say the bailiffs were a little slow to to be uh, to be on the gun on this one, you know, because, you know, the bad guy apparently got to the judge. But to court cameras, they catch the violent outburst of a felon who's about to be sentenced for a crime. He leaps over the bench and he went after the female judge in Las Vegas. So I guess it's a. Deobra Redden, 30 years old, was in a Clark County uh, District Court to be sentenced. So this is the bad guy, not the judge, um, on an uh, on an attempted battery charge with a substantial uh, bodily harm. So it was a serious offense, and he launches himself over the judicial bench on, 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 the, on Wednesday. He then came into contact with Judge Mary K. Halthus. Now you got to love the name Mary K. on this, right? Because you're thinking cosmetics, right? But it's Mary K. Halthus and forces her against the wall. And then a brawl ensues between the convicted man and the court officials that left one receiving treatment at a local hospital, according to the KSNV. So as a result uh, of the emotional eruption, Redden will be hauled back in the court on, you know, afterwards. And he and he was. I just don't know what happened uh, to face multiple new felony charges, which include battery against a protected person which is the judge, of course, and the, and the court staff. Um, just just a, a wild component of this. I've only got seconds before we uh, go to our first commercial break, but Judge Hoffman's experienced some injuries, was not hospitalized. The court in was in stable condition. According to the KSNB deputy had a head injury. Look, it's time for our first commercial break, guys. We'll talk about this when we come back. Stick with us. We'll be right back. All right, guys, if you've been watching the show for any amount of time, you should be familiar by now with the new galls at com slash leo. And hey, they are the country's leading uniform clothing, equipment, and gear provider for law enforcement. And they have a variety of offerings, everything from multi-tools and flashlights to duty boots and tactical gear. And as our panelist, Captain Brett Bartlett, always says, they pretty much have everything for law enforcement except for uh, guns and ammo. But but you know, it's not just law enforcement. I mean, if you have family, friends, and loved ones that are involved in the military, even host draggers, you know, our firefighter, you know, counterparts, you know, that we like to banter with, or, or law enforcement. Man, go no further than Gulls.com slash Leo to get great gifts for these people or gift cards. And their uniform program is second to none. Even my former agency, the Tampa Police Department, they went through two prior uniform companies when I was there. Now they now they have a Gulls office, uniform office on the second floor lobby, and they're absolutely killing it. So don't wait. Go to Goals.com slash Leo. Do it today. You'll be glad that you did. Welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Law Enforcement Talk Show, still live from the Boss Talk Radio Studios in Plant City, Florida. We left off talking about a bad guy being sentenced by a judge in Las Vegas. <laughs> Man, he dives over over the bench, goes after her. And, and then the only thing I didn't get out before we talk about is that the court video shows that in the moments prior to the attack, our bad guy named Redden tells the court that he is, quote, in a better place in my mind. And that he was now uh, working, so I'm thinking to myself, he had a nice try. Don't they always say this? And you think, wow, they really changed. You know, let's uh, let's go easy on the sentence. And uh, and apparently, she did not feel compelled to do that, and the guy just snapped. So, Randy, I'm counting on you for some inside scoop on somebody involved in this melee that went down.
2: Okay, so let so he was he was pleading out. Um, you know, it, there was a, a plea to an to an attempt assault. Which of course means it was probably, you know, he was probably originally charged with attempted murder or something like that. And this guy, this guy's a serious bad guy. And the judge was just not gonna he, he this guy actually thought that he was gonna get probation. And the judge was not gonna have that. Um and when 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 she told him that, that she wasn't gonna have it, I mean he did a he did a complete superman dive. I've never seen it. It it looked like he was on a trampoline. That's how it it was. It was, it was incredible. But, um, so I I think he probably regretted his decision later because they piled up. He's got now he was charged with attempted murder of the judge. Um, they, they piled on, this guy's going to go to prison forever now. Um, and, and he's going to go, you know, we're, we're not California. So he really is going to go to prison and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he's going to go away for a long, long time. So uh, I hope he's in a better place now.
0: Oh, he might be. Hey, hey Ray, I know calling your mic's open, but Randy, do you know the judge by chance? No, I don't. Okay. Is that your official? That's your official response. Well, hold the the on a
2: second. Did you see her?
0: Uh well I I I was kind of blocked because there was this body flying through the air. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think she has a good reputation though. I know where you're going. Okay. All right. Cool. Colin.
1: No, my first three years in law enforcement was as deputy U.S. marshal, so I lived in courtrooms. That's why I went to the FBI because I didn't want to sit in courtrooms. But uh, basically, I had many, many, many prisoners. Uh, to stand behind him while they were facing the judge, and uh, generally speaking, you know, you always had to have your head on a swivel and uh, watch that uh, the bad guy. Now that doesn't mean to say I, I might have nodded off a few times and, and, and caught some Z's when I'm going through a, a particularly particularly boring trial, but uh, this is obviously uh, was an issue with the bailiffs there. There's going to be some some uh, I think some some adjustments to the way they do business now. Because I am sure that judge is spitting mad about that a- actually happening.
0: I, good choice of words to describe the anger. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, God, and, and people that are watching, yeah, we've got FCC stuff we got to worry about. Hey, but I get I, you. I, I get you. And I'm thinking, yeah, if I was her, I may be like restructuring uh, my protective team in the courtroom too. Yeah, I was a little surprised that he was able to pull that off.
1: Well, I, I remember uh, vividly, I had a, a federal judge I worked for in Springfield, Illinois, and he actually kept a, a 38 behind the the, uh, the the bench. And I remember vividly, some uh, bad guy was singing a blues to him about "Hey, judge, uh, what you're doing to me, uh, this isn't apples, because he sent him like 30 years in prison. And the judge looked at him and goes, Well, here you go, I'm gonna give you 30 years. How do you like them apples? So, uh, but but those are old school, old school judges. I don't think they exist anymore. And and a lot of them, you know, they had guns behind the, the, the dais and they they had no problem putting a ground on somebody if they had to.
0: Wow. Wow. Well, final words, Randy, are you ready to move on or let's move on? All right. So this is the video that I, uh, you know, that I sent out that I got this morning from this is butter. And, uh, and, 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 you know, I say, wow, it, it, you know what? It's sad. It's, it's an extremely sad story, you know? Uh, Lieutenant Randy Sutton with the window blue, the window you know, he's on the show. I'm glad he's on the show. I, I I, don't think that it's just by chance that we got this video. I think the good Lord sent it to us. They have Randy on the show They kind of break this down because uh, he, Randy and his organization, they, they deal with stuff like this, you know, every day. Uh, so the Berkshire County district attorney's office, they're declining. Now I, you know, you've got to, you've got to love the way they, they start these articles off because it almost makes it sound like the trooper did something wrong and they're going to, they're going to do him a solid by not prosecuting him, but they say the Brookshire County District Attorney's Office is declining to charge the file charges against the state trooper who shot and killed an a, a, an armed man in Hancock earlier this month.
2: Hello, right here, sir. Put him down. No. Come in here. Put him down. No.
1: Put them down.
3: I'm not putting him down. Do not. I'm telling you. Do
1: not approach. I don't
3: care. Stay. Right. What's? Tell me what's going on. Nothing. Tell me what's I'm going on. to kill somebody. Stop. No. Stop. Stop. Shoot. Stop. No. Shoot me. Stop.
1: Stop. Shoot me. I've been trying to kill myself. Stop. No. No. Stop. I'm fucking kidding, man. Stop. I'm not. You stop. No. What are you doing? This is stupid. I know. I want it over.
3: Kill me. Stop. No. Yes. Do it.
1: No.
2: I fucking killed Stop. Stop. Get down. One shot fired. Get down. Get down. Get down.
0: Get down. No. Get down. Stop. Get down. Get down. I don't want to shoot you. Kill me. Get the fuck down.
3: Get down. Get the fuck down. Stop. Get down. Get down.
2: Get down. Do you want to be we have shots fired at 145.
0: Now, at a press conference on Friday afternoon, the district attorney's office said uh, that the investigation will be closed after the release of the final autopsy report. So, Saturday, September the 9th, um, it's just before 7 o'clock in the morning, and they get a call to the trooper gets a call to a house where Berkshire County district attorney Timothy uh, Shergrew says that Philip Penault. Places a fictitious nine one one call about a domestic incident because he wants to lure police to his residence so that they can kill him. So I'm going to call him. He's a bad guy. He's in crisis, but his name is uh, Philip Hanault. And so in the video, Massachusetts State Police Trooper William Munch, not aware of what's getting ready to go down, he enters the garage where Hanault is standing with two butcher knives. The trooper orders Hanault to drop the weapons, and instead. He advances on the trooper from the garage into the front lawn. Now the guy's making statements to the trooper, like, "Hey, I'm trying to kill myself. I can't do it. I want you to do it for me." And this trooper man is just trying—you know—he backs out, closes the. Uh, I was waiting to see if he was going to put his foot so the guy couldn't open up the the uh, the the, uh, the flimsy garage door to get out and the fall off the trooper. But but you know the trooper—you know—I don't fault him for anything that he did. He backs out. The guy a- exits the garage. He's still after the trooper, right? The trooper ends up firing a Henault asking him to stop moving, the suspect then gets up and continues to advance towards the trooper until finally uh, Henault um, gets, um, I guess, hit in the torso and the lower abdomen. And according to to uh, to the district attorney, there were no other objectively reasonable means that the trooper could have employed at the time in order to effectively protect himself and anyone that was in the home or the public as well. Because uh, you don't know if this guy's going to run back in the house and stab people that are there or whatever. So by virtue of his duties as a police officer, the uh, district attorney said the trooper did not have the option or obligation to run away from Mr. Hanault. And after performing life-saving measures, Hanault ended up dying at the scene. So uh, nothing good about this story. It's a sad, it's a sad, sad story. Uh, guys, and I'm sorry, Randy, we got to go to the commercial break. But hey, you'll be up as soon, as soon as we get back to the commercial break. We'll be right back, guys. All right, guys, struggling with the ins and outs of warrantless searches and seizures or what about the liability of getting it wrong? Say hello to BlueTheGold.com. They translate search and seizure documents in the clear, straightforward concepts that any officer can relate to. Plus, they get this training for free thanks to BlueTheGold.com's free weekly webinars. Now, next week, they're talking about drones, LPRs, and pole cameras. Wow. So sign up at BlueTheGold.com today. Join thousands of your peers in blue and step up your legal game because, frankly, you and your agency cannot afford not to. So, hey, now it's time to talk about AU Fire at AUFire.com. It stands for Accuracy Under Fire, and now agencies can prepare their LEOs for the mental challenges associated with being wounded on duty, forcing them to adapt, problem-solve, refocus, and overcome to effectively... Neutralize the threat. AUFire.com has the only option to safely prepare Leos for the instant, intense, random, and distracting immobilization of a body part associated with a debilitating wound. Wow. Go to AUFire.com, watch these videos, learn about the product. Let's talk about Medicare insurance options. There's over 80 options in just Hillsborough County alone. Now, the benefits can change annually, so how do you know that you're getting the benefits for your specific healthcare needs? The answer's simple. Contact MyMedicare.Live MyMedicare.Live or call area code 813-245-6656, especially if you're in the Tampa Bay area. Talk to James or Bobby, meet with them in person. They'll save you money on your medication copays, find plans that your doctors accept, and get more of the benefits that you qualify for. So again, mymedicare.live. All right, guys, welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Law Enforcement Talk Show. Yes, we're still live from the Boss Hog Radio Studios in Plant City, Florida. Now, look, we just uh, I just went through the... Uh, through the story about the guy that called the cops, it was a fake nine one one call, just trying to get the cops there. He was trying to kill himself with a knife, uh, but he couldn't do it. He wanted the cops to do it for him. They show up. He's got uh, two butcher knives, and then he follows the cop out of the garage. The cop's giving commands, refuses to comply. And then the cop, you know, ends up having to put him down twice, and the guy ends up dying. Lieutenant Randy Sutton.
2: Well, a couple things here. First of all, the officer, the officer did everything right. um he probably actually, you know, bent over backwards, trying not to not to kill this guy. Um, he was he was given absolutely no choice. And it really shows the commitment of this individual to do a suicide by cop. And, you know, we have seen you know, as, as we've gone over many, many videos uh, during the course of this show, we have seen this play out on so many occasions where people force the police to kill them. In fact, I believe there's a couple more videos um, for this show, where once again, we're gonna be seeing a, 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 a setup where an individual wants the police to kill them. Now, I can tell you this, and, and this is from personal experience, um, that no matter how justified you are in taking a human life, it never leaves you. So this officer, um, and this is one of the things that we deal with at the Wounded Blue. Um, you know, when when officers get involved in in, uh, in shootings or in critical incidents where they're forced to take a human life, uh, it alters their life, and, uh, and sometimes it's a very difficult uh, situation to deal with. And oftentimes, people leave the profession or wind up having to go through uh, some some serious serious therapy. In order to to uh, help them deal with these situations, and what we saw, we saw a guy who was totally committed to having the police kill him, and uh, and and he, you know, he he almost looked like a like some mythical creature, getting up after being shot and still coming coming after this officer. So, um, you know, there's a there's a lot of factors involved here, and I'm glad we got this opportunity to actually look at this incredible tape.
0: Thanks. Colin, I I know, uh, you know, Randy's in Vegas and and you're in um, somewhere in California, undisclosed, I believe. But um, I know it may. Would it have been any different in California?
1: Well, yeah, because then he would have gone through uh, a lot more, uh, frankly, heck, uh, especially if it was in L.A. County or in one of the counties in Northern California, they would have put him they might even put him in front of a grand jury. At least this D.A. stepped up and immediately said, "Nope, good shoot. Move on. And that's what really irritates me about when I see things like this is the extreme selfishness of these people who do the suicide by cop. Why don't you just be a, like a dog and just just crawl over to up to a tree and, and if you want to offer yourself, off yourself. But now he's automatically in, basically affected this officer who was frankly heroic in his, uh, basically his, uh, it, it, you know, trying not to kill this guy as well as this officer's family. And then. Now this is gonna this is gonna follow him like Randy said forever because this guy was so selfish and self-absorbed and he didn't have the courage because he's a complete coward to just do it himself. No, I'm gonna have a, a long enforcement monster that I don't even know and then and then ruin his life. And if it was in LA County, he would end up having to go through a grand jury and going through all that uh, you know mess as well.
0: Now, people watching this video and look, I know that look. It, I know we've got a lot of audio listeners right now, Podcast, radio station, please stay loyal to those formats. We appreciate them bringing you this good quality content. But if you, if you really need to see the video component, if my description of it wasn't good enough, uh, you know, as I said earlier, nine o'clock tomorrow morning, it'll be up on a rumble channel. Uh, but that said, there are people that are watching uh, this thing go down or when they see it, they're going to think, wow, why didn't the cop just, you know, shoot him in the foot, the leg, the arm. Um, but you know, we have been covering a lot of videos now where the guys were faking suicide, and when the cop gets close enough, they turn the gun on the cop, they run it, and, st- and actually, they've been able to get stabbed. One cop got stabbed in the neck, one got stabbed in the head. Um, you never, you, you you never know, or if you, and of course, we're not, it's extremely, it's so difficult to shoot someone in the limbs, especially when they're moving, it, it is really all, even for Tony McBride, you know, in L.A. LAPD, you know, it's extremely difficult. And then if the guy gets away, and he stabs everybody in the in the in the household. Then you're on the hook for everything, you know. But but Randy, how would you address that for people that are wondering that?
2: Well, you have to you have to shoot center mass. I mean, that's that's the that's the reality. And and that this nonsense about aiming for an, an extremity is just re- ridiculous. But what I want to talk about just for a second is, you know, there have been so many police agencies that have been drinking the kool-aid of, about this this uh um you know sending sending mental health professionals to uh to calls like this and uh just think about if a if if an unarmed um quote professional unquote uh mental health professional went to this scene um that individual would would have been carved up like a christmas turkey and and so you know the the, the many of the, the liberal um, police agencies that that, that uh, you know scream de escalation and 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 mental health you know advocates instead of cops um, this is a prime example of why a law enforcement response is needed though so it's uh, as painful as it is this is what this is what we get paid for and uh and this is part of the job so you know when 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 i when i see some of these agencies that are that are so um you know one-sided when it comes to uh de-escalation and and advocacy for for sending alternative uh response teams uh, this is a prime example of why you have to send a cop
0: yeah i get it colin
1: No, I just, and I want to give a shout out to Chad Bianco, who's a sheriff of Riverside County here in California. And I have a neighbor that works in the mental health uh, department with the Riverside County uh, Adult uh, Services. And when she goes out to calls like this, where they, they, they anticipate they'll send a deputy out. So basically, you're going to have two or three people out here in Riverside County trying to deal with it. But unfortunately, it's still something like this. The outcome would have still been the same. And there's a high probability that that civilian would have been injured as well. So in the last point I'll make is this cop, he knows he, he's, he's putting rounds down range while he's uh, backtracking going backwards. So it's another example of why firearms training is so important and, and not just sitting at a, at, a, at a 25 yards and putting uh, rounds into a paper target to actually have some actual tactical training is so important and kudos to this cop kudos to his agency. And one last point is, it Took I watched this video for five or six minutes and there was no other cops showed up. In fact, they got lost So that's another that example, but I understand it you're out there by yourself and you're you, and in five minutes Obviously this went to heck so good on this cop and uh, you know kudos to that DA for doing the right
0: thing now Don't don't mute that microphone too quick. So and talking about mental health professionals coming out on calls, and you have Leos, you know, law enforcement officers there as well, so they're not there by themselves and stuff. So I, I get, I, I guess, every agency can have their own policy on that. So I, I guess, where I'm going with this is that it sounds good on paper, but you know, logistically, you know, are they sending the cops in before the mental health professional arrives? Because they're a lot of times coming from home and they're getting a call, and there's a huge, there could be huge delays, and then get, or do they wait for the mental health professional to get there? Is this guy? waiting 30 minutes, an hour for these guys to respond with the mental health professional. Do the cops go there first and then the mental health professional gets there when they get there. Um, you know, those are, I guess those are questions that I have because it's not as fluid when people hear, yeah, they have, they have a mental health professional go out with the cop, It sounds great, but the mental health professionals are riding around in the cop, cop with, with the cop cars, with the police officers. Typically. And then, of course, they would have to be in the zone and with response times, and everything they would have to be there when the call goes down to be able to get there within, you know, five minutes. Anyhow, which is highly unlikely. So you're typically looking at huge delays if you're waiting for a mental health professional to get there. And if the cops get there, they're going to you're going to get a law enforcement response if they're waiting for the mental health professional to get there. Anyhow, Um, so I just don't see a lot of value to that. You know, yeah, I've seen so far.
1: And if I need to be specific, Riverside County, it, they already have cases open on these people. And so it usually it's generally generated by the families. So then when they know they have to do, it's called 5150 in California. When you adjudicate somebody's being mentally ill, it's going to harm themselves or somebody else. And then that's when they'll call the sheriff's department to go out with them so uh it's it, but you hit the nail on the head you can't just wait around for some civilian to show up you got to take care of it and the other thing is all these issues with these mental health you have been put on on cop's shoulders and it's been that way for the last 40 years and this is simply not working Yeah,
0: you know a little little flag went off a second ago colin because you're a little too familiar with that code 5150 you just came out the top of your head i mean we'll, we'll about to talk about that at the end of the show I'll, I'll hook you up with randy sutton in the wound of blue okay but no, uh, it's just, I'm,
1: a, I'm a Van Halen for, uh, fan, so because <laughs> oh, it's, it's the it, album, yeah.
0: I opened that door. All right. Well we got thir- we got uh thirty seconds here. We got a commercial break coming up, so look let me just wet the appetite for the next story. Uh there's a video component to it, but HCSO releases body cam and a dash cam video. But Chase, there is a canine arrest with a bite along Highway two forty nine. Crash up, crash
3: out, crash out. Get on the ground! Get on the fucking ground! Get on the fucking ground! Get on the fucking ground! Get out!
2: Get the fuck out! Get on the ground! Get on the fucking ground! Stop fucking reaching! Stop fucking reaching! Get out!
0: Blow my boy! Shot fire! Shot fire!
3: Motherfucker!
0: It. Stop! Stop! cause that. Get him, buddy. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Stay. Hey, let go of my dog, I'ma shoot you. Let go of my dog, I'ma shoot you. Stay.
2: Stay.
0: Stay. Don't you put the gun down. 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 Here. It's on.
3: It's on. Here. Okay, buddy. Put
0: the gun down. Bro, you move, I'm going to shoot you. Doing you move, I'm going to shoot you. Okay, moving, it. Here, here, here! I got him. I- Stay tuned. This is going to be sensational, guys. Uh, our last commercial break. will be right back. All right, guys, no matter how much you know about guns and ammunition or how much you think that you know, there's that knowledge gap that leaves you confused and missing the complete picture. Gunlearn.com, though, they've taken the confusion out of learning and they've actually made it easy. GunLearn.com is the first, and it's the only company that offer a step-by-step program that takes you from your present knowledge level to become a safe, accurate, and competent certified firearm specialist. Now, they provide citations from federal law and ATF rulings for every point taught to assure accuracy, and their training is approved by major forensic organizations, law enforcement agencies, and also firearm manufacturers. Since 1996, they've taught everything that LEOs, that's law enforcement officers, need to know about firearms and ammunition to all batches of law enforcement. Now, you can start today with online training, or you can register to attend a live seminar. And you can actually get free training for yourself and the personnel of your agency by hosting a seminar at no cost. So come aboard as one of the most firearm, knowledgeable people in the world by joining the folks at GunLearn.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Law Enforcement Talk Show. Yes, we are still live from the Boss Hawk Radio Studios in Plant City, Florida. Left off, I whet the appetite about this latest one. And again, we'll describe in great detail what's going on so you guys don't feel like you're missing out on anything. So at Rumble.com, our favorite law enforcement video channel called This Is Butter, HCSO, that is the Harris County Sheriff's Office, they release a body cam and a dash cam of a video chase and a K-9 arrest along Highway 249. Guys, I'm excited about talking about this one. Um, So agency releases this uh, video uh, of the chase and the shooting left the deputy and a suspect injured. And this happened late last year. So it happened on November the 7th. A deputy tries to stop Carlos Harper. He's only 19 years old because, you know, bad guys are always 18 to 21 years old. Right. And he kept driving until he crashes the car. So the video shows the deputy yelling at Harper, a bad guy to get out of the car. So Harper pulls out a gun and he shoots the deputy before he runs away. So, you can see in the dash cam, the cop gets out of his car, runs around a fence, and he confronts this guy who ends up having a gun on him when he gets out of the car. So, you hear the gun shot, bad guy's taken off, deputy gives chase. So, deputy actually fires back also, chases after Harper, a bad guy. Sheriff's office said the deputy was grazed in his head, and Harper, our bad guy, was also shot. Deputy got off, very lucky. Um, The video then shows the deputy running towards a trampoline that's in someone's yard. And then you see uh, Harper. Um, our bad guy is under the trampoline, uh, but remember, there's a canine involved here. It's a police canine, and so the canine had his partner's back, so the canine um, is holding the bad guy down. Didn't you hear the officer who's coming up on the scene? He's trying to communicate with radio, letting know what's going on. He says, hey, let go of my dog, or I'll shoot you, because now the bad guy's grabbing on the, to, the, uh, to the dog. Yeah, the dog. he's also yelling for the bad guy named Harper to drop the gun, to put the gun down, because he's got a gun in his hand, so... I I know he's got to be freaking out about his canine partner getting shot and stuff. Now, the sheriff's office said that um, in November that Harper shot at the canine and then he began hitting the dog. It appeared now when I when I'm watching the video um, and even in the still of the gun after they recovered it, it looked like the magazine uh, was missing out of the gun. So you can obviously still have one in the chamber. You can get one shot off. But I, I don't think unless you guys correct me. I don't think it was there was a magazine, and when I saw the pictures of what they recovered, I didn't. It didn't look like they even recovered the magazine that belonged to the gun. So I, I'm assuming he had. It, 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 well, I know he, we knew he had at least one shot because you know he he uh, he grazed the deputy's head. Um, but I, I suspect the uh, magazine came out during the chase and they were not able to recover it. Um, and uh, the deputies took Harper in the custody. The K9 was checked out by a vet for precautionary reasons because I, I guess they were worried about maybe he got hit somewhere. Um, so that's the uh, that's where we're at, Randy. I I know you're you're a cat guy, but I know that you've got a weakness for dogs too. Because I know you've got a dog there that's living in heaven, chasing around all the cats and stuff. So, what what? Why don't you take this one first?
2: Well, I am shocked that they didn't just kill this guy uh, when 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 that when that canine officer. I'm wondering if maybe he was worried about about missing the suspect, and hitting his dog, because of all the times when when deadly force was. Uh, Was certainly justified. It was in this case, and uh, so this is one. This is one lucky bad guy that he that he escaped with his life because, uh, you know, between the officer, I mean, the officer who shot him, uh, they they didn't really. I think he got shot several times, and and how he survived that, you know, these are like this is like cockroaches, right? You can't kill them, and uh, this officer was so lucky. That, um, that 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 bullet wasn't like a couple inches over um, and just shows you that, that that every no matter what the circumstances are that how dangerous this job truly is. remember this that last year um, 378 police officers were shot. That's an astounding number. Uh, 124 died in the line of duty but uh, but the fact that 378 cops, Across this country, were shot in the line of duty shows the the danger that these officers are facing quite literally every single day.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because you know we 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 talked about the release of that by the uh, I think the FOP was involved in that, and Travis Yates was on the show, and and, and Major Yates pointed out that with medical advancements, you know, that's a lot of shocks. The only reason why we didn't have a lot more deaths is because of the advancement in medical technology over over the years or we'd have a lot more dead cops. And also the
2: the fact that 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 the use of vests, ballistic uh, vests, you know, is almost what is so widespread now. Almost every police officer
1: is wearing one. And that's made, that's saving a lot of lives.
0: No doubt. Colin.
1: Well, I just uh, i think it's another example of uh, especially the young police that, that are out there second guessing when they're going to use deadly force because of all the nonsense that's gone on for the last three or four years and putting all these poor cops in a situation where they they have a choice of either defending themselves or uh ending up in prison so it just basically it it, it breaks my heart to, to see these cops constantly hesitating hesitating over and over again because they don't want to go to jail because they're not confident in their own, uh, management to back them. And certainly concerned about the DA, whether the DA is going to come after him for doing the right thing.
0: Thanks. You know, you're, you're so right. I, for people who haven't seen the video, um, uh, the, uh, the canine officer is back at a distance when he's yelling these commands to the bad guy that, Hey, you know, stop hitting my dog and put the gun down. Um, so I, uh, I, you know, he didn't have a cover position, didn't even have a concealment position. Um, so I, you know, and maybe he kept the distance because he was worried about. You know, the guy had a gun; he could have like pointed, sh- shot him. It, absent the gun, I would have expected the deputy to close the distance and get up close and personal to take that shot uh, and get close enough to where not have to worry about you know collateral damage, you know, by hitting the, by hitting his canine partner. But uh, but yeah, just not a, not a great situation to be in. So yeah, just a, a miracle uh, that the bad guy lived, and, and of course the cop grazed in the head from the bullet. Guys, we got um, three minutes left. Uh, I'd like to get this uh, update article if I can. There's a video associated with this as well. It's a law officer. Acoma. A New Mexico officer is charged with murder after fatally shooting a woman that's driving away from a car stop. I don't have- Step over here. No. We're not doing nothing
3: wrong, sir. A man and a woman parked in a car when a Las Cruces police officer rolls up on a bike and wants to know what they're doing. What's in his waist right there? That's a pinball gun. Da, 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 da. Tensions escalate when the woman refuses to get out of the driver's seat. Well,
2: well, step, not out. Wrong,
3: though. step out. Step out, I
2: do to step out. Step out now or I'm going to pull you out.
3: I, you cannot pull me out.
2: You're gonna get taste.
3: No, you're not. Taste. Step out then. The woman identified as Teresa Gomez tells the officer she was visiting a friend at the housing complex.
2: Too late to be visiting Butterfly. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is.
3: Before finally agreeing to step out of the car, but she still resists the officer's questions.
2: What is your name? My name is Terry. Is that really your name? Yes, it is. Okay. What's your last name?
3: Why? Meanwhile, the officer gets a look at the man in the passenger seat. Show me your face. I'm not doing nothing. Sir. Jesus Garcia. I'm not. Holy I'm f***. You're back on the f- property. Oh no, though. I'm in the car. Turns out a judge has already ordered Jesus Garcia to stay off the property. The officer tells Gomez she shouldn't be there either.
2: This is public housing, oh, okay. okay? There's rules and regulations that need to be f- followed.
3: The conversation getting more and more heated.
2: I will really, really make your life a living hell. Do you
3: hear me? And the language more crude.
2: Listen to me, okay? Can you just shut up, Ready, for fucking seconds? Why are you talking to because me? Because you, like you don't listen.
3: When the officer gives Gomez permission to sit in her car while he radios, but instead of waiting there.
2: Stop.
3: Stop! Stop!
0: Now, just listen to this uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico. Police officer in New Mexico, he's been charged with murder after the body cam video shows him fatally shooting this woman. She's driving away from him during a traffic stop. There are some extenuating circumstances. Officer Felipe Hernandez of the Las Cruces Police Department, he surrendered to authorities on Tuesday, charged with second-degree murder with a firearm enhancement on the October 3rd death of 45-year-old Teresa Gomez, according to the KFOX. So it's a female that he shot. Previously released video... Um, shows him firing at least three rounds after warning Teresa uh, that he would really make her life a living hell. But there's, listen to this, there was no necessity for him to use deadly force, according to Donna Anna County district attorney, Gerald Byers. Uh, And that's what he said to the officer. He said that he was um, never in the zone of is what he's calling it. And he said that uh, we looked at a self-defense and there was no self-defense. So Jesus Garcia, 38 years old, he's also in the car and Teresa Gomez, of course, is in there, the one that got shot and killed. But this bad guy, Jesus, the officer recognized him as a frequent trespasser on this property. It's five o'clock in the morning. And um, so they have an exchange with the bad guy and stuff. Uh, Jesus had a warrant for his arrest and was not allowed to be on the property. And uh, and so all this is going on as well. And then the female gets out of the car, but she's uncooperative, doesn't want to get out of the car, doesn't want to give the cop her last name. And it's one of these compliance things to where Look, I, whether the cop's right or wrong on the shooting, it could have all been avoided if the female simply would have complied with the officer, not got back in the car, started the car, and then taken off. It, it, I mean, the compliance alone would have would have saved her life, despite how you feel there. Um, and I don't know if they have a fleeing felon law there or not, because they made reference to it. The the uh, state attorney or district attorney did as well. But we got about a little over a minute. Curious what you guys think. Randy, start us off.
2: Yeah, you know this is uh, this is a tough case. We we have seen that uh, you know. These these vehicle uh, incidents where people are fleeing and officers are, are using deadly force, we've seen w- way too many where uh, the, the officers are, are being um, are being prosecuted. You know, I'm when a believer.
0: Back when she backed up her car, her door was open. I think she didn't she hit him with the car door before she went forward.
2: Yeah, and, and these are the circumstances that that you know alter the you know the the the, the scene here and um the the reality is this this is where c- civil lawsuits should be utilized instead of instead of criminal um you know these officers are are facing these life and death decisions within seconds sometimes maybe they do they do error but this is what civil lawsuits are for not prosecuting every time that 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 a, that a deadly force incident takes place
0: i i agree i agree well guys uh, i know we're almost out of time uh you know Let's do this. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, Cronus, uh, you know, uh, while we're on the show, Colin, how people get more information about you and what you do? Yeah,
1: Cronus Investigations, C-H-R-O-N-O-S-I-N-V.com, private investigation, Forensic Accounting, and I'm, I'm pivoting over to expert witness uh, testimony for law firms, uh, uh cryptocurrency and cryptocurrency money laundering.
0: All right. Thank you. Uh, Randy, The Wounded Blue at TheWoundedBlue.org. Are you still doing good? cops.com? You've only got about... Uh, 20 seconds uh just got back back from nashville
2: more country stars are signing guitars to help the wounded blue raise money Lori morgan travis tritt um uh, uncle Kraka came on and signed some guitars for us go to guitars the number four cops guitarsforcops.com, and uh and help us uh help officers who are in need
0: Guys, check that out. Do that. Great opportunity. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Gulls, AUFire.com, GunLearn.com, BlueTheGold.com, and MyMedicare.live. Also, the free press at TampaFP.com, Red Voice Media at uh, RedVoiceMedia.com. Guys, have a great weekend. See you back Monday, 12 noon.